Hi, I'm Trevor Reese. And I'm Chris Finbrez. And we host the podcast of Two Worlds All About the Flash. You want TV Flash? Got, Got it. it. Comic book Flash? Got, Got it. it. Fanerotica Flash? Got it under my mattress. I got it under my mattress, too. We got everything you need for the speedster of Central City, The Flash. And we got new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and any of the places you can find podcasts. We are proudly a part of the Nerdist School Network. Speedweed. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. I had to write a at work because I work at a place where they like want to be creative mm-hmm. and like do fun things. So one of the projects this year, this summer, is a round-robin writing project where mm. you do like a thousand words and then you pass it on. But you get to read everything up to your thousand words. So I just wrote my thousand words this weekend. And it's hard because we all have different writing styles. But I kind of want to write how I write. Mm. But like the project will sound better if we all sound the same. Um, So I did a little of sounding like others. But I think... When I look at it, I'm like, oh, you can tell which part that I wrote. Yeah. There's a lot of like, I like to list things in threes with the third one being oddly specific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of like asides of memories that are like somehow like really pertinent to the moment that's happening right now. <laughs> um, it's It became about sibling. Like it was supposed to be about a quest. And I was like, okay, but let's get into the relationships between these siblings. <laughs> that's where the interest is. Right, guys? <laughs> Well, so we'll see the, how people react. Like that's like the right way, way to write, like as a team, though, right? Like to mm-hmm. make sure that your voice is showing, but then also understand the voice of the team in general. Yes. Well, and it's a weird thing with this one because it's longer than a short story because we're each writing a thousand words, and I think there's t- uh, twelve of us, mm. so it's longer than a short piece, but it's shorter than a long piece. And I, we're more, we're like halfway done. I don't know. We didn't do any plotting. <laughs> so a lot's gotta happen a lot's, or nothing's gotta happen like either it's a story of like these ki- these adults spoiler alert, adults their dad dies then they get kind of sent on a quest so like either it's a story of like they start the quest the quest is nothing and then they learn other lessons or they have to go on a whole quest <laughs> and we're still at the part where it's like we haven't really pulled the trigger of like how far is this is this quest real yeah is it a science experiment. Yeah. We don't know. And it's like an improv scene where like everyone gets tagged out before they can say what they think is happening. Yeah. Um, from my perspective, it is uh, a supernatural science experiment. Fun. A la The Conjuring. So like their scientific Ugh. basis, but it is an experiment. Love that. I hope that your dream becomes realized. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no power after after Monday morning at uh at nine. The when immediate it's next chapter takes place on a space station. <laughs> I would be okay as long as they maintain those relationships that I've flushed out between the siblings. Everyone died in a space shuttle accident. It's a completely different cast. Right before they died, they're like, everything I just said to you like five minutes ago, I actually don't believe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would be be heartbroken. But also I'd be like, wow, my stuff really like affected them. If they hated it that much and had to undo it, it was really provocative. It's like everything I've done up to this point is stupid and I'm going to kill myself. And then cut to... The main character who's <laughs> just being introduced wakes up in a cold sweat. <laughs> that was a weird dream. Anyways. Oh my God, I've never heard s- of any of those people before. <laughs> that would be such a bold fucking move. Also, you are a no, maverick. No, you're if like you, insane. Because we all work psychopath. Like, it's not even like we're strangers on the internet. Like, 
we, some of us are in different offices, but like we all can find each other. I think you would be so like if a person was like it was all a dream. <laughs> I'd be like, you'd be like, are you bullying me? Like, I feel like that person has to be a bully. Like, you have to call HR. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, there was a lot of character development in my piece. I, can we go through it beat by beat? I think really there's some thought. <laughs> oh uh. man. Welcome to another episode of Hellmouth. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. And I'm your other co-host, Ryan Mogi. With us today, we have a second Peter. You could call him a repeater. Yeah, I guess that would be the normal. Because it sounds like a second person named Peter. It's not. His <laughs> name is not Peter. In no way is it Peter. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, is his middle name Peter? I was it's like, did not. I not know this information that's important? I mean, I don't think she knows my middle name, but it's certainly not Peter. Is it Salem? No. <laughs> Charles? No. Um, uh, Iris? No. <laughs> okay. I feel that like was one a... of you is giving it like a solid try, and the other one is just trying to make up weird names. Um, um, on brand for both of us. Yes. <laughs> on brand. One of us wants to be right, and one of us wants to make a good show. Uh, Razzle Dazzle. Is that your middle name? <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kelly, you did it. You're right. You're right. Doesn't that feel good? Uh, yeah. I have. I mean, it wouldn't feel as good as if you were right. Because that's oh, both of our favorites. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, butter her up. We have um, writer, uh, comedian, performer, Eric Reichert is here. Hey, thanks for having me back on the show. Thank Welcome you for coming back. on the show. I promise I won't do all those things that I did last time that made you not want me back. I, I, thank you guys for... We had to cut uh, like yeah. a solid three hours. I yeah. mean, and your letter campaign was really effective. Yeah. It's yeah. the power of the written word. Mm. A lot of YouTube videos just... Uh, Promising I'd change as a person. No, I'm trying. I'm really yeah. trying. I mean, the big promise was that you would tell us your middle name. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. <laughs> I guess you got to be like a three or four Peter. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we'll have to wait. I'm genuinely sad that you won't tell us your middle name. I think you, there's ways for you to find out. It's it's Edward. It's not oh, exciting. Wait. Oh, You just well, dropped it. You had so much power and you let <laughs> it go. That's, that's the story of my <laughs> that's life. That's very on brand for <laughs> yeah. you. It's Edward? Yeah. I like it. Eddie. No, you don't Eddie a middle name. Ed. (laughs) Eric Ed. (laughs) (laughs) And it looks like he's an editor. Yeah, Eric Ed. Oh, Eric Edward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's yours, Kelly? Do I know this? I'm probably Yes, but most white people forget it. It's Kim Kim Eying. Because it's Vietnamese. Whoa. Whoa. Are you saying non-white people don't forget it? Well, Vietnamese people usually don't. Okay. Because it's a more common Vietnamese name. Mm, yes, it's fairly common. I guess it's just like, um, I mean, even like Micah doesn't remember it ever. Like, it's okay, like, what is I it? I already Kim, forgot it. Kim, Kim Aang. Kim Aang. Is that K-I-M uh-huh. space A-N-H. And the Kelly N-H sound Kim is like Aang. a ng. Kelly Kim Aang. Actually, if you say it in the southern accent, it's Kim An, but. My family speaks with the northern accent. Okay. Do you, when you would get in trouble, would you get the double name? Or nah. No. No, just a lot of screaming in Vietnamese. Yeah. I get, I get like the, like, ugh, that's when I get my full name. I'm like, oh, Ryan Elizabeth Mogi. Like that. Rybeth. <laughs> We've talked about Rybeth. That was never said in anger. That was a kindness. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was like yeah that was a, an identity I could have assumed <laughs> I chose not to. Um, Did you ever get the three names? No, I I usually got uh, God damn it, Eric 
or mm. what the what the hell, Eric? Uh, what was funny though is that like because I was obviously the kid who got in the most trouble, and then when my sister would do something, my dad's reaction would be to yell at me. So he she would get a goddamn Eric, uh, Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> my mom goes like cat, Denise, cat, back and forth, back and forth yeah. until finally she'll land on one. Yeah. She yells at both of us pretty evenly now, I'd say. She knows both of you evenly? <laughs> she yells at both oh. <laughs> But you know what? I would say that that comes with the territory. Yeah. Knowing both of us means you yell at us. Yeah. I my mom doesn't yell as much anymore. I feel like all parents yell at their kids when they're like running around being crazy. Yeah. I mean, my mom yells in my vicinity. <laughs> and our relationship now, both me and my brother, is to be like, mom, what? Is the actual issue. (laughs) Really? I mean, we don't say those words, but like she was yelling about something. She will yell about things when we're there and they could be things she's mad about about us. Oh, though, last (laughs) Christmas, she yelled at one of us. (laughs) But, you know, when you say you're going to be somewhere at a certain time and you have a grandmother waiting for you, you got to be there at that time. Oh, girl, you are preaching to the choir here. I mean, especially when grandmother's involved. Yeah. Because you can't say to the grandmother, oh, three of us are late. Sorry. Well, no, it's true. <laughs> Borrow time. And three of us are late, but it's really one person's fault. Don't be mad at all of us. Yeah. Because it's no, one person. We're a team. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, you know what it's probably like? Mm. It's like when you uh, were on uh, a, like a football team mm-hmm. and you have to go like do appearances later in life mm-hmm. and you all have separate lives now. Mm-hmm. But like if one person shows up at that appearance as, an, as a jackass, it reflects on everybody. Well, yeah, because everyone's like, God. Because you're like still a team. Or I'm thinking of like a cast reunion thing. If like one, I don't know. Like I feel like sometimes people like really narrow in on one person. I remember um, (laughs) I'm part of this like Buffy fan group on Facebook. And let me just. Oh my God, that's so weird. Because we barely ever talk about Buffy, especially today. (laughs) (laughs) And that shit is like off the rails. Like people on that fan page are. Yeah, they're like cuckoo. Like they. I'm sure. I hope they listen. Hey, guys. No, you guys are cuckoo. You need to, like, calm down. No, because they, like, first of all, one person's like, um, I met Charisma Carpenter in person, and she refused to give me a hug. I just didn't <gasps> think she'd be so cold. I'm appalled. Yeah. Because no one owes you a hug. I know. And then so a bunch of people were like, uh, what makes you think that she has to hug you? And then a bunch of people were like, well, you know what? If you're a celebrity, you're asking for people to approach you. So you live that life. And part of it is people touching you. And it's like, no, it isn't. Well, I mean, dressed like that, she looks like she wants to give autographs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's the next step. It was, like, horrifying. And I, like, I just went and, like, liked every single one where everyone was like, it is crazy that you think that someone should hug you because. Yeah. I think it's also, like, the chances that I will hug someone go down when they ask me to hug them. <laughs> yeah. Can I get a hug? Ooh. Yeah. Well, and also, like, it's such a personal thing, and she specifically does not. She has, like, a no-touch policy with fans because she was sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And so she has, like, a thing where she's like, I don't want to touch anybody. I don't want and anyone to come at me. 100% like, fair. Yeah. And so I there I mean, were a couple people that. I have that policy, and nothing bad has ever happened <laughs> to me. I just don't want to touch people. I don't need people to be hugging me all over the place. Sometimes I, I'm in a mood, though. Sometimes I'm in a mood. <laughs> and I I hate the awkwardness of, are we going to hug? Are we going to hug? Do we hug? Do we hug? Are we hugging? Okay, I guess we're hugging. I don't want that. So if we just hug, if hugging will cut that shit off at the pass, yeah, fine. Let's hug. The second I see your hands 
yes, twitch start, to the outward, I'm going like, to go in because I'm let's like, just let's do just it. do it. Let's just do it because I don't want to like go for a handshake and mm-hmm. then you and then we have to do both. And it's like, okay, no, 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 no. So I become a hugger just to avoid. There's this. That. There's this. I guess this thing that guys do now where it's like you go for the handshake but when you make the handshake you pull each other in for like the one arm hug and I was like oh I didn't expect that I hate that well the thing that I hate the most about it which is is actually well is that your hands are trapped in between your bodies yeah that's like it's it's a byproduct of the like let's like do a weird transition from handshake to hug but it's like well now there's your boobs that way so you're like this well, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise there's a pressing. Yeah, which is fine, but because it's never not like, always good. It's usually like you lean in shoulders wise. To yeah, get in. it's not like a full hug. It's like a shoulders thing. Well, because yeah. it's supposed to be like a yeah, like because there it's like a hit hit. Yeah, which I don't mind doing that. I kind of think it's fun to do that if a guy has been greeting a bunch of dudes and then he greets me. I'm like, let's do it the same. Yeah, and see what he does. Because usually he's like, oh. Like, <laughs> your awkwardness is, is because you're a misogynist and you don't know it. <laughs> it fuels me. Exactly. Guys, you know me so uh, well. You get stronger. You do get stronger from like challenging people. Uh-huh. <laughs> Especially when they don't know they're going to get challenged. <laughs> Surprise challenges. Yes. You know who doesn't know they're going to get challenged? Any of the characters in these oh episodes. My God. Well, who starts the episodes, I think, Feeling the best to go in the worst is Spike. Because he thinks he's got it all in the palm of his yep. hand. He doesn't have to listen when his girl says no. Yeah. He just gets what he wants whenever he wants it. Yeah. I it, I went on such a journey with Spike in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like by his side or well, just like just like my feelings about him. Like I, I I wrote down like at the start of it, like, is some real Twilight shit going on here? Mm-hmm. And it just and then like the last thing I wrote is, how the hell do I feel bad for Spike at the end of this episode? No, it's crazy. But you kind of do. I had forgotten the tell me you love me part. That until part makes And then me as soon really as it started, I like curled into a ball. I was like, I, this is so sad. And the thing is, he knows, he doesn't know specifically what she's doing, but he knows what she's doing. <gasps> do you like, think, I feel like he thinks she's thawing. No. I think he Really? Oh, no. Because yeah. I think, because the look on his, because he goes so vulnerable. Yeah. He's being so open with her, and we know what's happening, and she knows what's happening, but I think he thinks, oh, this is like- This is a, a wonderful new step. New step, no. and she wants to hear me say it, because she hasn't wanted to hear it all along, and now she wants to know that I love her. I'm sorry, I just slapped the microphone. I hope it <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so grossed out by it. Not grossed out, but like uncomfortable by it. Because yeah. it's so, it's very saddening. It's so sad. It's, uh, it was almost a moment because I hate like awkwardness and shows and stuff. And I can't, mm-hmm. they're just shows I can't watch because they're so awkward. Like uh, Louie or uh, 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 there's this British show uh, uh, called Peep Show, I think. Yep. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. It's just so awkward. I can't watch it. The original, mm-hmm. like the UK office, I can't watch. And so it got to that point. I was like, oh, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. Uh, I just want to fast forward through this part, but I got to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it would be okay if you had fast forward as long as you told us. Yeah, but I didn't. Oh, good, good, good. Um, but before we get to that, we deal with another, to me, very annoying gentleman at the beginning of As You Were. Riley? Who, <clears throat> who no. is lecturing Buffy about Machiavelli yeah. because he's in, he's in night school. Oh, but he's supposed to be. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. 
my yeah. my problem with this man was not that not that <laughs> not that he was annoying. I just I I wrote down fuck this uh this first food guy and his fresh out of college ideals. Yeah, because yeah. it's like that thing's like oh I I went to college and a professor told me all these things so uh, my life views are this now. Yeah. yeah, and it's, it's like I've got this figured out. Everything's gonna be easy. I went to college, like smooth sailing. I'm yeah. white. So. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird too because like there was a time in my life where I found those people really annoying, mm. and now I just am like, oh, honey, yeah. the world is gonna beat you up. Yeah, like I feel like I meet these people like in an improv class or something, and I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. it's cute that you. All right, these are your ideas. I don't want to hear about them, but like I pity you. <laughs> I, it's not gonna. This is you're not gonna be able to keep this forever. No, I um, uh, perhaps because this kid reminded me so much of myself. Uh, when I when we were when I was in Puerto Rico, there was this like family. It was like parents and this teenage son, mm-hmm. and he was like just like waxing poetic about um the debate stuff that he's doing and like the different forms of debate and like how you can really nail your opponent. And, like, Aww. was just, like, going on and on and then talking about general, like, foreign policy and stuff, like, as he argued it in his debate class. And I was just, like, cringing so much because I was like, oh, you think you know everything. Like, you think you've got it nailed down. And also the way you're savoring your words. Like, you think you sound so smart. And I was there. And you're going to be deeply embarrassed of those times later. Yeah. And Micah, I guess, because he had never... Or wasn't that person in high school specifically? It was like, oh well, it's good that he's like passionate about politics and like, yeah. um, like likes his debate class. And I was like, I, it's deeply embarrassing to me to listen to this person. Do you ever get caught? And I don't as much anymore because I have a little bit more like value of myself. <laughs> Do you ever get caught like at parties or in places like that, like in college or now or like in your adult life, where people are just pontificating at you? And you know that, like, they just kind of need someone to listen to them. Yeah. So you don't want to be mean. And you're kind of like, I guess I'll just keep acting like you're really interesting because then you get to feel really interesting. But you feel, like, kind of gross about it. Um, I'll usually be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you don't do it. I've never I don't, seen I'm, you do it. So I was kind of asking to see if you ever did it. Like, if I just, like, keep letting them talk to me? No, but, like, it would happen, like, at a party in college where, like, my friends would lose me. And then they would find me just, like, talking to a dude, but just not talking to him, listening to his pontifications, and then asking interesting questions, because what else the fuck am I going to do? I'm stuck. Um, Because otherwise I could be like, I got to go. Yeah. I would say in college, maybe more so than... And in high school, I'm going to, like, admit that I, like, ate that shit up. Like, I didn't understand that, like, I could have opinions and be, like... If if words were coming out of like a semi cute guy's mouth and he mm-hmm. was talking to me, I was like, "Great, you're talking yeah. to me. Thank God. I will do anything to have to continue this conversation." Yeah. And then like then I was like, "Oh, I don't have to like everything anyone says." And then I would just kind of I would just be like, "Cool. Um, I'm going to go like get a drink and then just leave." I wish I had done that so many yeah. times. I still wish I'd do that more because I, I remember a couple of months ago I was outside here, outside Meltdown. Uh, we were like filming something on a mm-hmm. weekend and it was just a couple of us standing outside and this guy, and he wasn't like a homeless guy, he was just a normal guy, started talking to us about uh, about how feminists are ruining things and stuff. And, oh, God. And the three of us, just the most beta of males going, <laughs> yeah, cool, cool, cool. And then uh, one of the, Lauren Bancroft, who you both know, mm-hmm. like, came out because she was there too and she just goes 
no, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like, like challenging this guy's ideas. I'm like, no, don't do it. Just let him walk away. <laughs> um, I will definitely take advantage of my friends being polite. And, you, uh-huh. And talking to those people. And I will just stand silently and not participate at all in the conversation. Which is really <laughs> horrible. <laughs> it's not horrible. But here's the thing. If I, if, okay, let's say, let's just say an example of this would be me and Kelly. Um, if I'm engaging the person, you have full freedom to find us an out. <laughs> that is like your job is to like look around You're the room. You're distracting them. Yeah. Like you, I'm distracting them. You, fine. Where's the bathroom? Is your contact weird? Do you need to go outside and get some air? Like you have so much more energy and time to get the two of us out of this conversation. Instead, I'm just logging everything. And then as we leave, I'll be like, remember when that guy was talking to you? <laughs> yeah, I will never forget. I'm no, right I do. here. You could just ask me to leave. You invited me here. Uh, Kelly, examine mm, the room. Mm, I feel fine. <laughs> no, this is good conversation. Um, um, so Buffy, after she closes it, what time does the Double Meat Palace close? Because like 11, probably. Well, because here's the thing. So it closes, right? Then she goes home and they're like, we're going to the bronze with Dawn, who is like a teenager still. And she's like, be home by 11. Oh, so mm. maybe it closed. Maybe it's Sunday. And nine. It nine. It's still kind of late for Dawn to go out for the night. Yeah, I thought so. Um, though, you know, when you bring chips to a bar. I would say, <laughs> I wrote that down. I was like. Who let Xander in with outside food? Yeah. And it's a huge, a bag. huge like fiesta size bag of like yes. cool ranch Doritos. <laughs> and like it's not like Anya brought those in in her purse. Because no. I'm not above that. I've done that before. Not a bag that big. Not a bag that big. Would not... you bring an opened bag of chips to the Ugh. I mean, I guess I mean for an, a fiesta bag, it has to be opened yeah. unless you're plowing through you you that's a lot. I feel like I would throw. I don't. I don't think I've ever brought chips to a bar. <laughs> I think I've had nuts in my purse okay. and been at a bar and opened my nuts because <laughs> I just sometimes have nuts in my purse. Yeah, candy maybe, maybe I, not. I don't even think I've bar. ever done that. I don't think I've ever done Movie that. Theater. Now that I think about it, yeah, sure, I'm, fine. Yeah. But that's because everything's so marked up and you're expected yeah. to eat when you're watching. But, and like, but They make all their money on concessions. They don't make any money off the movies themselves. Oh, they charge too much then. Then the movies should be cheaper. Well, I, I, <laughs> Fix it. I agree. I agree. I, I don't. I, no, I worked uh, in a the movie term theater is, you're right. 10 years ago for like two months. Yeah. So you really know. I had no control over the policies. You couldn't stick it out long no. enough to get those ticket prices down? Because no. ticket prices are like. If you're going to Arclight, they're like 15, 17. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Especially when you have hundreds of thousands of hours of entertainment at your house for mm-hmm. no dollars. I mean, you do pay dollars, but and, not. And now movies. movies come out like two months after they're in theaters. So. Yep. Yeah. And they're in Netflix in six months. Yeah. Oh, gosh, guys. I I mean, I still go sometimes. Me too. I want to see Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Me too. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, um, Done. Loved I mean, Anya's top while they're eating those chips. I was looking at her top. She was looking really great. cute. She looks great. So did uh, she did on her wedding day too? Mm-hmm. Oh, she looked fabulous that dress and her hair. She just looked great. And that veil. And that oh, hair. she looked amazing. <clears throat> and it was the happiest day of her life for a little while. Um, and then I do not understand because like then I was like maybe it's a spell that I don't remember from this episode. Why do we watch Buffy washing her coat in front of that weird boombox 
and then falling asleep on the couch. What's the point? To show that she's like living a sad life. Yeah. She's living that work life. Yeah. Everybody sometimes has to wash stuff. It is weird how it's like. Why didn't she go to her bed? I don't know. (laughs) Well, it is interesting that it's like just a fairly normal activity. Like she's just scrubbing grass stains off of her jacket. Yeah. And then grass stains from like good sex she had with the guy she's sleeping with. So it's not like grass stains from her job. No. I guess I didn't think it was that sad. It wasn't sad, but it had sad music. So I was like, I guess it's supposed to be sad. Yeah. And then it had the crossfade, which we are not fans of the crossfade. And it's been happening a lot in the past couple episodes. I don't know what's going on with that. No crossfades, guys. I I, I don't do them when I edit. Good. Oh, great. Good. Are you saying that facetiously? No. Are you plugging your edits right now? Yeah. (laughs) Check me out. (laughs) Crossfade (laughs) slash (laughs) eric.com. Yes, it's exactly. <laughs> well, Chris Cross made it would. It's like that's a symbol. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a gift that goes between pictures of Eric. Yeah. <laughs> I'll throw in a nice fade to black. Ooh. Or, Wait, know. but not pinhole to black. No, no. Oh. Only ever fade. Unless it's like specifically like I've done pinhole to black, but only because it was specifically a a Looney Tunes reference. Okay, well that's mm. fine. If it's if it's referential, I will say, and I think this might be bold, but maybe it's just no one talks about it, or maybe people like it. I don't like the edits in Star Wars. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I, I see what you're. They saying. do like, like there's the, oh yeah, which I love the movies. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but those edits, I think they're so like they feel anachronistic to the seventies. Yeah, not too. Yeah, I agree. Like the the whole like in the first one, like lifting C three PO and making that the wipe is yeah is interesting in nineteen seventy. Yes, and so I think in Force Awakens, I was a little bit like, oh, it feels cheesy and dated. Yes, and not it doesn't feel of the Star Wars world. No, it feels of yeah, like yeah, feels like because the Avengers does it right. Uh, The first Avengers movie, the fantastic editing, especially the opening, like they'll Mm -hmm. say something and then transition. It's like. Uh, the one where Captain America's like, you should have left it in the water. Cut to Tony Stark in the water. It's yeah. Like, like that stuff. That's good editing. Yes. Oh, that reminds me of I love um, those movie, that movie. Blue Velvet. Okay. When they're saying, what is it? Oh, that's right. Um, so they like find an ear on the ground and then it cuts to someone cutting uh, police. Oh, I tape. love that when people use it like to make graphic choice, like to have mm-hmm. like give you a vis- visceral reaction. And then you're like, ay, yeah, yeah, that's how it went off with scissors. There's, <laughs> there's, ay, yeah, <laughs> there's this really disgusting one in the movie Me, Myself, and Irene, where uh I think it's Jim Carrey's character like takes his pants off and is about to to shit on a neighbor's lawn and then it hard cuts to someone getting chocolate yes! soft serve. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's very gay. That's very disgusting. That's so gross. Um, but your mention of Avengers, I don't know if this is purposeful, but that's like a Whedon project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring and it. we're talking about yeah. Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. I just did that hard because I feel like otherwise we may never get back. Yeah. Um, did you like that they labeled what they were drinking as Arnold Palmer's, even though it really looked like beer? Yeah. You know, in a red cup. Like, I think we've talked about this last time I was here. Like, why mm-hmm. is everything in a red cup? What kind of place is this? The bronze is is an enigma. I it w- is. Well, it's on the hell mouth. <laughs> True. <laughs> But they have pastries. They have pastries. They have books. Coffee, books, Bands. dancing, and alcohol. Murder constantly. Constant murder. Oh, they have an upstairs. 
and an upstairs. The upstairs <laughs> makes more sense for like the concert. Like if it was a venue, because yeah. it the actual layout of it looks like a concert venue. Yes. They just add a cafe and underage hangout. Because mm-hmm. it like, doesn't look like an all ages club to me. Yeah. No. I feel like my, and maybe I'm just picturing the all ages clubs that I went to when I was a young person, but like, they seem sort of just like multi-purpose rooms. Yeah. No, they are. Because I was just, I, they're really depressing. <laughs> right. There's no like, like you know, a bar mitzvah cool. happened in there like earlier that day. Yes. And now it's gotten cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've only been to one all ages club. You went to a few. Well, there was like a chain of them, I think. Oh. Um, where I grew up. Did you go to all ages clubs? No, I I think I did uh the did the the roller rink that became a sock hop after eight thing oh. Oh. Um did I ever tell you the story of my brother in the all ages club? I think so. Something about he was out He was out late and it was I can't remember what they were called, but whatever. The it wasn't called Secrets. It was called because that's a different club. Whatever. It was he was at some this club and he told my parents he was there. And he didn't go to the one in our town. He went to the one right. like across town. Um, and oh. then there was a fire at the one in our town that was like all over the, or like maybe like a fire at a gang or four. There was something horrible happened at the one in our town. And so both my parents were like freaked out and like couldn't find him. And they, I don't even think he had a cell phone then. And like, they don't know what to happen. And so my brother called home or came home at like 11 or whatever. And my dad and mom were both at my house and my parents were like, what's up? Are you okay? What happened tonight? And he's like, nothing. It was just a normal night. <laughs> You are busted. <laughs> so that's how, if you're ever going to lie to your parents and say you went to a different place, make sure there was no like riot at the place you were supposed to be. Oh my God. Mm. Um, but Dawn just gets to go out with everybody. Yeah. yeah. Which she should, I don't know. I, Dawn is a problem. She needs friends. Yeah. They need a, she needs friends. Like she doesn't exactly fit in with what everyone else is doing at this point. Because um, now they seem to be aging her upward. When before it was such a hard turn from like how infantile they were making yeah. her before. Yeah. I have an issue with why is Willow not helping with the housework? <laughs> what is going on in that house? Yeah. She's a freeloader. I think this is why her parents don't like her. <laughs> yeah, wait. So she's not even living at home. Nope. She's living in the Probably, biggest bedroom uh-huh. at the house. We don't see her pay rent. And the dishes are overflowing in the sink. The kitchen's a mess. Uh, the living room's a mess. What is she doing? I mean, it could be one of those things where she doesn't do other people's dishes. Which a lot of times that's how roommates yeah. work. So it could be like she does her own dishes. So if Dawn has dishes or Buffy has dishes, she leaves them in the sink. Or maybe she's going through a lot of stuff. She broke up with Tara. Things things are really <laughs> hard for her right okay, now. But she's, she's going cold turkey for magic. Okay, maybe, maybe don't judge Willow so much <laughs> right now. I think... You're in the wrong place, buddy. <laughs> we got so much judgment for her. Uh, I think, okay, great. You're being very strong. You're being great. Like, you're not doing the magic thing. That's awesome. Um, I'm hopeful for you and Willow. That's all great. But you gotta fucking pull your weight. Yeah, she has never pulled her weight in that house. The fact never. that when she, when Buffy came back from the dead, there were that pile of bills is a great sign of how Willow is not pulling weight. You don't just yeah. get to live there, rent, like, She's like 20, though, right? At this point? Or right, then they should all not live in that house. Yeah. Yeah. They can't afford that house. Yeah. Yeah. They should find an apartment or something. Or she should live in a dorm. I'm sure she could get a scholarship. Yeah. Get a scholarship that includes room and board and go live in that. Yeah. Um, 
Or they should never have brought up money on the show, so we didn't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Or just have them discover some pile of treasure. Yeah. Great. That's always nice. Like, it, and it's always sunny. It's like, that's why we set it at a bar. Because it's like, how could we have these characters have all the free time they want but, and no one ever question where they get money? Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, um, so can we talk about Rye Rye guy? Yeah, he's back and he has a scar and a wife. That's how you can tell he's cool. He's got a scar now. Well, okay, and his voice has changed. He talks think, more like this. I think he went through second puberty. Yeah. <laughs> he's also a better fighter than we've ever seen. He's much more serious. He's not, he doesn't look for other people to tell him what to do all the time. He's not as much of, he's a little bit more of a man and less of a boy, I would say. He used his opportunity away from a situation that was like stunting him 100% to grow, which is good for him. Great. His wife seems cool. Oh, he's, I love his wife. Yeah. He's got cool armor now. Um, he's got cool armor. He's very secure in who he is. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's the most mature adult we've seen in a long time on the show. He's got a good government job. He's Great. Got, dental. Uh, dental. Yeah. He's got to, gets, he gets to travel the world. He gets to, Fight bad guys. Yeah. I mean, he's doing all the things that he wants to do. Mm-hmm. He's he's honestly, he's too good for Buffy right now. Oh, 100%. She, he's not what she wants. Yeah. She thinks she wants him for a second. Where she's like, oh, look at this like, fantastic I life I think he's she leading. wants to be as secure and happy as he yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course, like if, you, if your ex-boyfriend shows up and he's commando Ken, you'd have a moment of like, oh. Yeah. But yeah, no, they were never right for each other. In a long-term way. Um, I wrote down, I think he's from a different show. <laughs> he does not belong with Buffy. It, yeah, it's, a, it's no. a crossover episode with the other show he's on now. Yeah, yeah. totally. That airs like late at night right after Xena. Yeah. <laughs> so like he's just like such a hitting the nail on the head like demonstration to Buffy like that she's unhappy. Yes. Because he's like, I've got it all together, blah, blah, blah. Look at me and my wife. I'm living the life. I'm happy. I've grown. Like in the time apart, I've grown. And so she's like, ugh, I feel terrible. Meanwhile, okay, everyone that's coming in for the wedding is staying at Anya and Xander's house? That That can't work. Well, it's not everyone. It's like at least eight people. Yes. (laughs) But this is a pretty big house. And he, and I'm sure Xander's parents are being dicks because we see how they are. Oh, they're terrible. So like, I'm sure Xander's dad said no, no one can stay at their house, even though we know they have a basement. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you should get a hotel room. I honestly, I think it, if you're, is this can we do a PSA? Yeah. Um, if you're going to s- visit someone for their wedding, don't stay at their house. That's why. That's <laughs> what don't stay at their me. house unless they are staying at a hotel. Fine. Even then. Yeah. Get a get a hotel room. Or just Airbnb. Just do what I did uh, two weeks ago. Uh, go in, get a really early flight out, and then literally sleep on the ground of the airport. Oh my god! Wait, what? Yeah. That's, did? No, hold on. Aaron. PSA over. Pause. No. Yeah. Aaron, that, it was no. A bad idea. Okay. Do we need another P- a double did PSA? You, did you develop like sciatica after no. that? Whole, what? It was. It was a real. Because when I bought the tickets, it was like months ago when I didn't have a job, and I was trying like, I'll do it as cheap as possible. Yeah. And then I was like. Oh, because I've been traveling so much. I'm yeah. like, God, I love direct flights yeah. and hotel rooms to sleep in now that I can yeah. afford. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, once you like take a taste of that like yeah. gilded lifestyle, you're kind of like, am I this person now? Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, 
I can't afford to do this all the time. <laughs> but you're like, oh, I get it. Privilege. That's yeah. Really yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Direct flights are worth it. Direct yeah. flights are worth They're, it. Uh, they've always been worth it. They're worth it. Well, when you literally like, I mean, they're not worth going to debtor's jail. Yeah. No, no. no. <laughs> but they, it's usually like, well, for, I could save 50 bucks by yeah. adding three hours to my trip. So why not? Yeah. Don't save the 50. The 50 you are getting 50 Your bucks time worth is of happiness. Yeah. Seriously. Just get, for me too, because I don't have to pee that much on planes. So mm. once I'm sitting on that plane, yeah. I'm set. Yeah. Mm. I'm just going to sit. Yeah. I lean against the window, thinking yeah. thoughts. I'm like blasting through my Kindle. I'm a happy girl. Yep. I, I don't like, and then also just the thing of like, I don't like being in a place that like, like t- tempor- temporarily. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I don't like places of like. Um, transit. Transit. Yeah. There was like a specific term for like, um, it's why uh, like empty airports look weird or like empty train stops. It's because like usually there's always people like in motion through mm-hmm. them. And I don't really like places where people um, aren't, don't have any plans to like stay. I don't know why. No, that's interesting. I don't mind it because I put myself in a bubble <laughs> in those places and I don't care about it. All those other people. Yeah. I more don't like when everybody wants to go to the same place I want to go. Like if, if yeah. like. If I'm waiting for a train and we're on the platform and I can see how many people there are and I'm like, all these fucking people. And at least like 30% of them are not going to respect the let the people off the train first rule. So stupid. So I'm going to have to watch them push. They're going to hold all of us up. And if I wait for everything, then we're all, I hate, for me, anticipating a crush of all of us going one place. Horrible. But I'd rather everybody going this, like going back and and forth around me. you can do what you want. Yeah. My friend was telling me about this horrible, um, her Flight was delayed six hours from New York. So they're just sitting at, uh, um, I think it was, no, I think it was LaGuardia. Okay. But so they're sitting there for six hours. At the beginning of the delay, she like started talking to this guy and he seemed pretty normal. And so he was like, oh, like, let me get your number. Like we should go, when we come back uh, into New York, we should go get dinner. And she was like, okay, sure. And then as the delay went on, she was like, oh, he's insufferable. And then she gets on the plane. Turns to her left. He's sitting in the seat next to her. And he's like, oh, I just asked that person to switch. It's <gasps> like we already knew, know each other. Um, he's like, I hope you don't. I knew you wouldn't mind. And then he lifted up the the arm so arrest and slept on her. Oh, my. On a flight from New York to L.A. That's, that's a long so flight. Far, yeah. <laughs> I was like, she was like, you would have hated this. And like told me something. I was like, that man, I would have like punch that guy in the throat like i would not be able to deal with some stranger sleeping on me and she was like i can't believe it she's like i was farting up a storm on that on that flight i can't believe he slept on me i was like i would have freaked out someone was touching i think i might have put it down just like put it back down and made like (laughs) sincere eye contact (laughs) if you woke up while i was doing it she's like yeah it's awful (laughs) Well, what she ended up doing was like leaning so far into the wall that yeah. like he was so uncomfortable that he just like gave up and then like tried to like lean the other way. How do you purposely sleep on a stranger? I don't know. It's a nightmare. People are like, I was like, that person is a psychopath. <laughs> I have no idea why. I had a person poke me with their bare foot Ew. on my last flight. She like, <laughs> I guess I'd taken her shoes off and like tucked her feet up and like she po- like, and I was like, what? And then I looked and it was feet and I was like, oh. <laughs> Have you seen that picture on Twitter of the air the the 
someone said like I just walked into a nightmare and it's a picture of their aisle and it's two feet just sitting <laughs> through the armrest lay, laying on the armrest I was like oh my god <laughs> nightmare I don't, don't be nightmare at PSA don't be a nightmare on a plane I don't understand how you think that's okay well and this is a little more contra- I have a controversial opinion mm. and it's more just like I don't want to think about it so but I get over it once we're on the plane <sighs> Everybody at this point knows you're going to have to take your shoes off. Mm-hmm. Wear socks. Otherwise, yeah. I'm going to have to look at your stupid feet. And I'm going to have to think about how your feet are on this ground that probably is never clean. It's an airport. Yeah. They do not clean that ground very often. Yeah. Yeah. Your mm-hmm. shoes are going to have to come off. That's fine. But yeah, you definitely need to wear socks. This is not a flip-flop situation. Also, like, don't put your bare foot near any person. Honestly, if, if anyone else knows your feet are bare, they're in the wrong place. Yeah. Hide those motherfuckers. you want to do it under the chair between the backpack and the wall all right yeah but if i know you don't got no shoes on yeah honestly socks are okay i think because are fine because people's feet do swell on planes yeah so like i don't want people to be horribly uncomfortable Mm. but i'm horribly uncomfortable when you poke me with your foot yeah ew strange lady ew oh there's this other lady that um Put like her long hair over the back of the seat, no. covering, covering my friend's monitor. She took a picture of it, and I was like, "Unacceptable! Cut it off." <laughs> yeah, I think you forfeited your hair. Yeah, just cut just around the monitor. Yeah. <laughs> 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 then you end up having like anime hair because you just have like two long front pieces. <gasps> that would be so. Weird. Mm. Um, okay, back okay, to sorry. this episode. There's so much to talk about too. Okay, so Riley's wife is kind of awesome. Yeah, Sam, she's great. Um. She has great hair style. Great. She has like what B has been trying to do but failed to do mm-hmm. for so long. I think her hair is at peak short hairedness that we've seen so far though. Because the yes. pigtails are fine. I think they look They're cute. Fine. They're fine. It's not like that nightmare we were seeing last I do episode. feel like, okay, so how long has Riley been knowing what Buffy's been up to? Because when he sees her, he's like, like your hair. And I was like, okay, you're really not seeing. All you're seeing is that it's short, I guess. Yeah, not as short as it because because walking in cold, I was like, oh yeah, I remember she cut her hair short, but it's grown quite a bit. Since yeah, yeah, because it's like down to here in pigtails, which means that yes. it's actually a bit. Longer. So maybe he just likes the pigtails. Maybe, maybe he likes pigtails. But it I was think- just like if I got my hair cut and then had it in a ponytail, or like right now I got a haircut, mm-hmm. and you guys were like, I love your hair. I'd be like, how can you tell? And. So you know it's shorter. So now I don't trust any comments you're going to give me <laughs> You're just saying you noticed I got a haircut. That I, is different. I think the show is really trying to convince us that she has cute hair. Because maybe they're trying to convince Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, they're just like, it's cute. Don't it's worry. It's okay. You did so, it's okay. Everyone's going to remember it. Though I will say, at the, I know we're jumping, but when she does go to Spike to break up with him for, for real, mm-hmm. she looks great. She looks like old school Buffy. Mm-hmm. Her hair's done. She's got that lavender top mm-hmm. on. She looks not depressed for the first time all season. Because I think she's trying to tell herself, like, this is the step I need to take to, like, be on my way to healing. Well, she's not wrong. No, she's not. And so she's doing it in a very, it's a very, like, intent. Oh, it's purposeful. Yeah. Purposeful. Sorry. Intentful. Um, it has intent. Um. You know what I didn't like though? Huh. I when when Riley okay, so Riley and Sam are like in the house meeting everybody. Yes. And um Xander's like, hey, can we get some like advice on like the wedding stuff? And he's like, Oh, here you're getting married. You're gonna love it. I hated when he said that. I think people say that. So annoying. But it's like how married people are. 
It felt, it felt exactly like it felt so one it's in character for Riley and Xander and their relationship because they always had that like big brother yeah. little brother thing but also that's how married people are that's they because they know it's scary and they know that it's like maybe not for everybody they have to oh be gosh. like it's great it's like having your best friend be forced by law to spend all their time <laughs> with you for the rest yeah. of their lives it's, it makes your best friend like it's really hard for them to like not see you anymore. <laughs> it turns your best friend into your property. Yeah. <laughs> it turns this person into a financial burden for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Forever. Um but no, I I agree I see how that would infuriate you. I just But I, in terms of writing, I felt like eh, No, it worked. Pretty... <laughs> I just it just was like why I don't like Riley. It was just too like smug and Okay, like, here's mm-hmm. another Rye Guy prom. Okay. Even though you know I love the Rye Guy. I know. And this episode is tell- he's all of the things I liked about him they've all paid off yeah he, he is a man now he yeah and he's a good at his job which is <laughs> all that matters yeah um so he should he have told Buffy faster that he was married because she was not being shy about her yeah he was enjoyment of- yeah he was flirting, right in the beginning. yeah I I think he should and and also when he was like there was no time I'm like what I mean, were you guys doing in the fucking car when you were well, driving she didn't want to say like explicitly that she died yeah. too which would have been headline that's yeah. I mean but that's that's fine uh, but, that also doesn't affect their relationship but they do True. I mean I don't know how far the burger place is from the Sunnyville <laughs> Dam that we've never seen before <laughs> oh yeah but I feel like it's a little ways out and so when when she's like I'm gonna change don't look he's like don't worry I'm married now <laughs> yeah you're right I w- um, that would have been such a better place instead of what I'm a gentleman Ugh. I mean also oh, yeah he had a lot of things he should have told her wait he didn't tell her what are all the things okay one I'm married okay two do not kill that demon yeah yeah, that one is more like because I think he thought he was the leader. He forgot what it's like to be with somebody like Buffy, who's better than him and is just going to get it shit done. Yeah, I think he thought he was leading the mission. Also, I think he's still in love with Buffy, and he has and he just diverted back to follower status. Ooh. Oh, could be true. I think he's always going to carry a torch for her, but I don't think they that. I think he's. I think he knows that it. it yeah, he knows he can't it's, it's, it, can't, it can't be a thing, but that doesn't change how he feels. Of course. Yeah, he'll never act on any of it, but it is something that he like probably thinks about like once every three days. <laughs> yeah. Where he's like, ah, Buffy. <laughs> I mean, he talks about her all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, Sam is a stronger woman than most. I don't know. With you, okay. It's like if you were on another planet with your husband. Okay. Like, and he won't stop talking about his ex. Well, or but like in a nice way, but then you guys have a nice life together. She's from another time. I would be like, you know, I'd be like, I know you have like things you're trying to work out, but like, I just want to hear less. I want to hear less of it. I don't need to be. Okay, but I think we've established on this app, you don't want to listen. No, I don't want to (laughs) listen. I don't. (laughs) You're not interested. I'm not interested in what. Is it about me? No. No? Okay. (laughs) I'm just going to stare up space, let my more polite friends deal with you. So that's what it is. Sam needs a friend yeah. who will listen to Riley talk about Buffy so that yeah. Sam can just stare off into space. That's what she needs. <laughs> or she can just like work on her like punches and stuff. She's good at punching. She's good at punching. She's good at kicking. Yeah, I think Riley will always have a thing for Buffy, but they, yeah, they could never be. And I don't think he is, I don't think he's going to wait for her in any way. No, and like Sam totally has nothing to worry about with Buffy. Like she knows that she is in a different space in Riley's heart. And yeah. so it's not an issue. Um, and I and and the thing is, Riley, 
as boring as he is, he does like tell. He's not boring in this episode. He You're is, wrong. He is, He's got a scar on his face. Okay, that is true. He is visually more interesting. I would say content wise, I'm still not 110% on board with him. Lightweight Kevlar. That was okay. I mean, again, <laughs> great to look at. Um, but he boots, uh, all black turtleneck. <laughs> um, he does tell Buffy something that she needs to hear, which is in essence the same thing that Xander tells Anya, which yeah. is like Xander tells Anya the wedding is not the marriage, and he tells Buffy, like, your circumstances aren't you. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was like a no, fun, mirroring abs- thing. Totally. And she needed to hear that. And I think that I think that her friends don't have enough distance to give that to her, mm-hmm. especially because they don't know about Spike. Yeah. Because, yeah. And you know what? Mad props to Riley for not like for as much as he fucking hates Spike for not being like, I cannot fucking believe yeah. that you are sleeping with him i think he benefits from the fact that it turns out that spike was keeping those eggs in the basement yeah like if spike wasn't then riley would have had to apologize like yeah i think that would have been a lot harder for riley to deal with yeah but instead like he's right it's so much easier to be kind when you're right it is because then he's standing on his on his little mount olympus being like yes (laughs) you silly mortals are right (laughs) whereas when you're wrong it's like oh yeah i have to like both be honest about my own low situation and be yeah kind to you so you just like feel bad about being wrong and then also feel bad about like feeling the way you do it's like so many things it's so much harder um Um, luckily they don't have to do that um okay so i guess i hadn't really thought about how it Spike's bedroom is downstairs. Yeah. Why? That crypt is hard. Yeah. If you're gonna snuggle, go to the bed. Yeah. Because he has a bed. He, he has, has a bed. bed. Yeah. Like, I bed. get why they're not, like, whatever. They, she, she likes stuff sex everywhere. Mm-hmm. Outside, inside, stone, whatever. On but trees. Like, but, like, when it's time to, like, relax, get off the stone, y'all. And, like, there's room in there for, like, a couch. Like, yeah. a small love seat or some description yeah or they could find like a really comfortable airport floor yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm telling you i'm telling you the the airport floor with your backpack as a pillow oh my god that Uh, sounds so sad (laughs) (laughs) well because because rhode island has a very small airport and the tsa didn't open till 5 a.m oh my god wait so were you you were outside ticketing yeah Yeah. oh my god And the, the worst part is I rented a car and I was like, I don't know if to turn this into 5 a.m., but I'll turn it in now early no. and then. The- Wait, you could have slept in a car instead? Yeah. <laughs> this is getting more and more upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, how do you feel now? Uh, I'm, I'm okay now. It's over. Yeah. It's a story now. You feel yeah. stronger. Do you yeah. feel stronger for having I, done it? Yeah. I, I realize I can sleep just about anywhere. Yeah. That's a big moment. Mm. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But it also made me realize I don't want to do it. Yeah. Because I, I was at Comic-Con last weekend, and there was a, a chance I could have slept outside of Hall H uh, on the ground. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm just going to get my wristband, and you guys can hold my spot, and I'm going to go back to my hotel and sleep in a bed. So That sounds like the way to do it. Because I'm an adult. I'm yeah. 32 now. I can't sleep on the ground. Yeah. Well, good I for mean, you. Good for you. I feel like we all have to find our, our things. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, our limits and stuff. Yeah. Totally. Um, I think mine might be 
waiting in lines that are longer than two hours. Oh, yeah. I think I'm out. I think I've longer done it. Longer than two hours? Which happens at like festivals and cons and stuff. Yeah. Like, I think I've just hit the thing of like. It's weird. It's weird. And it would need to be something really special that I'm seriously never going to get a chance to see if I'm not there. Yes. I waited four and a half hours for a panel at Comic-Con outside. And I was just like, I don't know. Like, luckily, the panels, like, I saw a bunch of panels. And it was great. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, now I get it. But I was like, I'm sure I'm going to hate this. And this will be my last year going then. I was like, yeah. No, actually, this is fun. I probably wouldn't do this again. But yeah. I'm happy I got the experience out of totally. the way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've waited in long lines for movies, like, at festivals. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. But, yeah, it needs to be something good. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever like do an overnight line. No. Again. For whatever. me, it's like I feel like I'm not connecting with any fandom right now enough where it would mean that much to me. But to... would you wait like at, in line for like a Nintendo Switch? I mean, you didn't. But like no, something like, you know what I mean? Uh, like there's other things that people wait in really long lines for that I just don't I don't think I would. No, I don't think I would. I think I would I would just like do the other form of waiting of like just waiting for the demand to go down and then purchase it. Okay. What about hands on a hard body? Is there anything that you would just on a hard body? What does that mean? That is a contest that you can have where you keep your hands on a car. Okay. And whoever stops touching the car first last, the last person still touching the car wins. Fuck No, I'm not going to fucking do that. But you could do it to, there's nothing you would want to win a world, a world trip, a trip around the world for 80 days. Staying in luxury hotels and My setting your own itinerary. Is, I drink so much. Well, I guess I just wouldn't drink any water because I drink a lot of water, so I have to pee all the time. It's 24 hours of standing. Standing? No talking. What? It's 80 days around the world. You set your own course and you can, and it's unlimited funds. You can't use the money for cash, but you could like stay anywhere. You yeah. Want. You could stay like in I would do it. I would do it. Um, it's but, 48 hours. What? <laughs> now it's 48. And they'll give you like just enough IV to survive and just enough food to survive. But, but you I can't, can't sleep. You can't sleep and you can't eat. I wouldn't do 48 hours. I would do 24. I wouldn't do 48. You can't watch anything. You just have to stand there. Well, there's other people so you can look at them. Just mad dog them the entire mm-hmm. time. And there's no guarantee you win. What the fuck? <laughs> it's a really tough contest. I'm sorry if you don't have the heart for it. <laughs> I don't think I do. I, 24 hours I could. 48 now. But that's the thing of these kind of contests is they're not to us time. No, it's whoever. Persists yeah, I don't the think longest. I'm the person who could persist the longest. Me neither. Because no, I don't think anything is worth. Like, if it was like people will die if you take your hands off this car. Okay, fine. But like, otherwise, I don't think but I like, care about anything else. But like, what people? Like, do I know these people? <laughs> like, <laughs> do I like these people? Yeah. yeah, people die every day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> would I? Would you do it? To spare Anya what happens in this episode. I think what happened... Well, maybe my opinion is controversial about what happens in this episode then. Because well, I think them getting married would be just as big a travesty. Well, I mean, TV logic says they were going to get divorced at some point anyways. That's just how TV works. Because you are like you spend three seasons like, will they, won't they? And then they get together. And it's like, next season, uh, we need a storyline. What if they get divorced? Yeah. Yeah. I also... I think that they should not be married. I totally agree with that. I just really detest that Xander. First of all, I don't think Xander's good enough for Anya, or right. do, doesn't do right by her at all. Mm-hmm. I think that how he does it is reprehensible. Wait, which parts? That he leaves her at the altar. Okay, so the fact that he sees this future that he believes is the future in which he murders her, mm-hmm. he should stay. 
Well, no, he because should... he knows that it's fake. When does he know it's fake? When he, like, when she, uh, when he comes back in from the rain. Oh, so then that's where you think he makes a mistake. Yeah. Because I he think... He should marry her at that point? Even though he knows that the doubts are no. real and that he's not ready and that it would be a mistake? I, I think he, his mistake was not telling her when he was afraid to tell the group about engagement. He knew those. I mean, he didn't. He wasn't ready to put words on them. Mm-hmm. But those doubts have been there since before they announced to the group. Well, so he, I feel like his lack of courage or whatever started then. Like that's what I fault him for. But ultimately, he made the decision. Getting married to someone that you're not ready to get married to is, I don't think, a, a kindness. No, I don't. I don't think that they should have been married. And I think, I guess, given what he had done and the consequences that had been. Like that came because of what he did. Yeah, he did the right thing by not mar- going through with it. But I think, like, he ultimately has fucked up by not ever bothering to be introspective enough to be like, "Am I ready for this?" Yeah, also, and like, like, like you guys were saying, he's never like. I know he loves Anya, but it, it's always felt like she's just the girl that loves him, so he loves her back. But he's never been like in love. He's she's always been like. The, I guess this will be fine for now, girl. Like, he's mm-hmm. never yeah. really committed to her. And he kind of treats her like shit. And we've talked about this, like, that he, like, belittles her, talks down to her, mm-hmm. corrects her all the time. And, like, when, like, bitch, she's been, she's been around for thousands of years. And, like, the fact that he's, like, like, well, the whole thing with, like, dismissing her demon heritage and all that stuff. And, like, I don't know. I, just, I don't know. When you see his parents, you see yeah. it. Totally. Like, they have almost like a Homer and Marge thing going. Except. Are you going to romanticize Homer and Marge? Yeah, I think so. Because that's a really fucked up relationship. He is not a good husband to her. I think he's. He, you can say he loves her, but he does not. He's not a partner in that marriage. No, No, she carries him. She carries him. And she is the one who's faithful and true. I mean, I know there's been moments. But like, (laughs) but like, she, she carries that. Yeah, family, and he fucks up, and then and then says he's sorry, which is very Xander of him. And I mean, I yeah, I'm not trying to create a world in which the rest of the the little little Simpsons, where we don't have Maggie, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. Yeah, but, and I think like, and this is a terrible reason to stay together, but I think that they're tethered together for their love of their children. Yeah, it's a horrible reason to stay That's like a horrible (laughs) reason to stay together because it's like, really, are you martyring yourself? No, you're making it miserable for everybody, but whatever. Anyway, um, uh, I think think you're right, Eric, that like Xander, I don't think Xander deeply loves Anya the way, because I think Anya loves Xander. Mm -hmm. She loves everything about him. Mm -hmm. And like the... When he sees her, like when he saw her doing the money dance and he was like, oh, I love this woman. Yeah. I'm going to tell everybody. That was like the most love. And even then, to me, it seemed shallow. I was like, okay, this one thing you've chosen well, to I recognize. I think he loves her, but I don't know that he wants to build a life with her. I don't think he's ready to build a life where somebody needs something from him. That he doesn't resent. Right. Yeah. No, I, th- I, I, here's the thing. I guess- when you're saying what he did was reprehensible, leaving her at the altar, it's never nice to leave someone at the altar. And I think the thing that he does that is, uh, sim- it's like symptomatic of his selfishness, but like, it's not her job to tell everyone the wedding's off. 
That's no. fucked up. The fact that he she should has be to the one that. who has to stand up there. She should get to do whatever she wants, but he should be the one who has to take deal with that. Mm-hmm. Leaving her alone to face his friends and family and her fan- friends and family, and that is really selfish and childlike. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like that bit of it is bad, but the actual deciding not to get married, you can't get married. He couldn't because you. I, I I don't think that they should be married. I don't think that. I think that she needs someone that loves her as much as she loved Xander. Mm-hmm. And he didn't love her yeah, in that way. I mean, she needs someone who's going to teach her how to be human and not condescend to her. Like exactly. He does yep. constantly. Right. He's like, Anya, how do you not know these things even though you've been human for six months? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or even just like learn a new way to be together. Yeah. Like, like if you saw a parent teaching, like treating their child like that, you'd be like, "What the heck? It's yep. a kid. Like that's she's a child essentially, yeah. emotionally." And yeah, and when he's and, and he's so fucking belittling because I think he he loves. If we're gonna do like I, a harsh view of Xander, he loves not being the bottom of the totem pole, which he normally is. He's yep. like the most useless person in the group. Well, I mean, he is, but that's only because it's a lot of useful people. Well, yeah, he's well. He's, are you saying Don? Oh. Mm. Again, we are underplaying how much Dawn ruins everything in this episode. Yeah. Okay, wait, hold on. She's got two big moments. <laughs> One when she's she got she gets that demon wedding boyfriend. Yeah. What is the accent that like all 90s young men do where they kind of talk like this? He's like, what you should you- see my family. I mean, it's cr- wait until my ma starts. I was like, what is that? Maybe they were all from Brooklyn. <laughs> Sounds like it, but I'm like, this is... In the oh, 90s, I guess they're traveling. Everyone was from Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. They all watched uh, Spot Collins in Newsies and were like, this is me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very um, Billy from Twin Peaks. Or um, wait, not Billy. Uh, is it what? Bobby? Bobby. Bobby from Twin Peaks. <laughs> I miss football practice. You think I killed my girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> I loved Bobby so much. Oh, he cannot exist outside of the 90s. Um, well, but he does. But he does. I mean, are you watching? No, I'm not. Okay. I, I, know. I haven't asked you for two months. I know. I, I know, sat on it. I haven't asked you. So it's possible that in two months, you started watching the Twin Peaks re- reboot since it's one of your favorite shows. I know. It's fine. Um, She also gets to say... <laughs> A manic panic freak who's like totally macking right in the middle of the room. Oh, yeah. Uh, Spike's date. <laughs> yeah. Which I just like manic panicked freak. Yeah. Have um, you guys ever used manic panic on your hair? Of course. No. Never? No. It doesn't stick on my hair. Have you bleached it first? No. Well, yeah, Kelly. Well, because I've, I've used other dyes that will. There's only one dye that works on my hair. Which one? Um, I don't remember the brand, but when you get to Sally, it's not out. It's You have to ask for it. It's behind the counter. But it will stay in your tub for a very long time. <laughs> it's weird because I've never seen you with colored hair. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly doesn't like <laughs> I don't remember when she's had different colored hair. I can't believe that. I'm thinking about going silver. Oh, cool. Wouldn't it be fun? I mean, I think it would take a lot of time and money and energy, but mm-hmm. it would be dope, though. I think so. For, for at least like a month before my roots started to show and it looked like a skunk. <laughs> but then you can be like, it's ombre. I'm a skunk bray. <laughs> There's a veil on the moose, which I liked. Yeah. I liked that. It was cute. Oh, my God. That poor caterer. Ugh. Okay. That's where I thought Dawn fucked up. Dawn should have helped that caterer. Yeah. Okay, but she's a child. She, yeah. should, she should learn early. I get that. I, I think she fucked up when she was just walking. It's like, we're not supposed to tell anyone Xander's missing. <laughs> oh, I know. 
Okay, but why? I'm 14. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk real talk. Okay. If two of your friends are getting married. Yes. And one of them has run off into the night and it's the squirreliest <laughs> one of all your friends. Yeah. Do you tell the bride? Because there was a good chance until they knew all of the pieces, there was a good chance Xander was just freaking out because mm. Xander is squirrely and would freak out. I don't know. I think it would be hard not to be honest about yeah. what's up. I mean, because like if Xander was missing, like my first reaction wouldn't be, oh my God, what happened to Xander? I was like, Xander ran off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's gone. They wait a long time to they tell do. on you. They do. They do. Because they, they don't tell on you. No, because they, they think they can fix it without her knowing. But how awful would you feel if you found out like a month later? That everyone knew for like two hours. Not only gone. everyone, but like that your fiance ran off before you got married. Just been married for like two months. And then you're like, oh, by the way, Xander ran away for a few hours. That's why everything was late. <laughs> he just did like a lap round. So oh, I would hope he would be the one to tell her. No, no, he wouldn't. He would never tell her. He would die before he told her. I would be so mad. It would be because Don. Be Don. So, okay, I'm like Don mad now. Okay. Just imagining being Anya in that. So you're scenario. Anya. We, oh, yes. Don's walking up and she's like, "Can you believe that Xander like ran off for like a couple hours and then came back? Thank God we were able to wipe the sweat off." What? Oops. Donnie, you're crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. Star Wars reference. <laughs> <laughs> That- um, I want a divorce. I'm getting <laughs> to keep the apartment. Thank you for marrying me. So it's easier to split our assets. That's one of the things I did. I didn't realize if if an old man was like, "I'm you from the future," and even with like his magic ball, he he would have had to have like said something to. Zan. Yeah, I felt like the ball was not the proof. Yeah. I was because I had forgotten exactly how it played out. So I was like, "Oh, maybe the ball, like Xander, just bought that ball and he has it in his pocket." No, you gotta give it's me just some a glowing ball. Yeah. Uh, to Ryan's the future. If you want me to believe, you gotta go real. Yeah. Give me some secret stuff. Tell me what I ate for breakfast this morning. That's a pretty good memory. No, I only have to remember to this morning. Yeah. Oh, future me. You're right. Future they me. Have to, they have to. Well, no, they tra- time travel back to that. Moment. Okay. They spy on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Like the fact that he shows him this like fucking discovery store ball and is like, it's pretty cool. And like, I would be like, this is fucking Sunnydale. What are you trying to prove to me? That you yeah. have like a light up ball? Yeah. Just your magic. Got it. Cool. Everyone has magic. That means nothing to me. Half the people in this room have magic. I'm the only person that doesn't have magic. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's why I'm impressed by you. <laughs> or do I? <laughs> no. no. I <laughs> and also, okay. Anya would never cheat on Xander. No. I didn't like that part of the... That she cleared cheat on his clan. Oh, was that what yeah. it was? Yeah, because she had like yeah. ears and... Oh, I just thought it was a demon. Clem. Clem's little piggy ears. And now I'm thinking about Clem naked. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know about that. And then also, like, the fact that Xander believed... Like, we know that Xander has a terrible perception of himself and yeah. doesn't believe in himself. Like in Tabula Rasa, when he immediately thought that because Willow was wearing a jacket with his last name on it, he was like, maybe I have a brother that you're dating. Yeah. Instead of just being like, maybe you're dating me. Um, But the fact that he bought, like, I know that under any circumstance, like under like the perfect storm of circumstances, people can do reprehensible things. But the fact that he thought he would kill or hurt Anya. I think he saw his dad hit his mom before. And so he thought, that could be me. Mm-hmm. I mean, the killing is very heightened, but I feel like he's seen yeah, someone. He, he, I mean, because we, we know from like, uh, this is like the first time we've seen his parents in, in the flesh. But like when he was living in that basement, they were always yelling at each other, screaming at each other. Yeah. 
And then they show us plenty of examples of how terrible his dad is to his mom. Yeah. His family sucks. They are all horrible. Like, they're so, except for the one lady that, like, wants to hook up with Kevin. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Aunt Carol. Aunt Carol. I mean, but even then, she's, like, trying to do it to get a mom for her kid. Mm. I mean. Ain't so bad. Yeah. She's looking out for her kid. More than a more than you can say for Xander's parents. <laughs> Listen, Carol's going through a lot of stuff. She's she's willing to look past a lot of things. Yeah. Like she's on her journey right oh now. Oh my god, her ears must hurt so much. When she's wearing those cufflinks. <laughs> I was like, how then are you just, like, are you I'm gonna secret? force it? Are you or are you like one of those I don't know what what is that style of the people who wear the stretchers? Is that punk? I think it's like hips body mod freak. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not a prude like that. <laughs> I mean, I do think they're called body mods, but I don't know. <laughs> the word freak I don't know what that, if there's like a style to that, because it's not goth. Like, I don't know if there's like a, if we can label those people. Yeah, it's just like. But I do think they all kind of fit into It's a, a look. Yeah. It's a style. It's a style. Whatever. Then I was like, maybe she's one of those. Maybe she's body modding. So she tried it out with a pair so of when it, Yeah, and then when they come out, it's just like dangly, which is, yeah. I don't mind them when they're in. Yeah. Like, I think it looks cool. But when you take them out and you just have like dangly lobes, mm. like, I get caught on something. Ow! Well, just tape them down. Tape them down. <laughs> which direction? Or you tie them on in a neck. bow. <laughs> on your neck. And you tape them to your neck. But then if you turn your head really fast, they'll come on down, you gotta redo it. Yeah. Okay, how about you cut the middle? What? And then Ryan. you tie it in a bow. But then you can't ever wear them again. But then it's like that song. <laughs> your ears saying yeah. wobble to and fro. Tie them in a knot. Can you tie them in a bow? Can you throw them over, over your shoulder, shoulder like a continental soldier? Do your ears hang low? Boom, boom. No one can do any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> that song is a lie. Let's <laughs> just some kind of body mod freak. <laughs> Everything about my childhood is a lie. <laughs> oh my god. Ugh. Um okay, so this wedding, the vows are cute ish. Hers are. We never well, hear his. Yeah. He's Xander. He's like, I bet you it, they were gonna I'll be- do it on the day, whatever. Yeah, and they're probably gonna be condescending. Yeah. Even though your demon side's a little ooky. Yeah. Honestly, do we need do we need homemade vows? I mean, some people are poets. Sure. I was most like, people are not. The wedding I was at a couple of weeks ago, it was they did their homemade vows, and it was a very super fucking nerdy wedding uh, for my friend. And uh, they he had like this whole. It was a lot of references to pop culture and nerd culture, and there was like a call and response thing. Uh, it like he, he at one point he said to his, his wife, uh, "You have my bow," and then his groomsman then said, "And my sword and my axe." You know, it was that's like cute. so. Oh, that's fun. cool. That's like a fun interactive. All thing. right, your wedding should reflect your relationship and your values. Also, whatever think, you want to do is your thing. I'm not I opposed to uh, like custom vows if you just like, as long as it's like actually heartfelt and like keep it fairly short. Yeah, I'm happy. But if it's like, if if you're like going on and on and on and on and on, I'm not really interested. Here's the thing. And this might not be true for you because of how I am. You are. <laughs> but if you're going on, if anyone in your, at the wedding feels like you're going on and on, maybe you invited too many people to your wedding. Because mm. everybody who's there should really care. Yeah. So if Kelly is like, ugh, maybe Kelly shouldn't have been invited. Yeah. Not like in a mean way, mm-hmm. but just like maybe tighten up your guest list. 
Yeah. Because I I was at a wedding where they did. I mean, I guess maybe if you're a plus one, you'll feel that way. Fine. Yeah. I mean, you would feel that way at my wedding. No. You would be up there with me and you would be like. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I would be crying. Kaiser would elbow you in the boob. No, I would be crying. Um, I, I've been to. it would be the end of all of our work together. <laughs> like, this is it. Um, I, I was at a, a wedding fairly, like a couple years ago where they did um, like their own unique ones. Yeah. And it was like. Nothing, I, I think it's because they weren't trying to be poets when they weren't. So they yes. understood and they just said things they felt, yep. which was great. I yep. was like, fine, I love this. And I am moved and, oh, I'm tearing up. Oh, my goodness. Yes. When people that are not talented in any kind of writing try to then become like the most, it gets too purple. I'm like, I don't need like. Yeah. When you feel like they Googled like romantic things to say on your wedding day. The poet Bruce Springsteen once said, <laughs> oh my God, no, yes, yes, all. <laughs> Come take my hand, we're heading out tonight. <laughs> it's the promised land. <laughs> oh, Thunder Road. <laughs> that could be the call and response. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Thunder Road. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um. The door's open, but the ride ain't free. Um, <laughs> is the minister a Baldwin? Whoa. Because he looked like a Baldwin. My first instinct was that you were talking about it clueless style. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? What? That's what you call like a good looking person. Oh. A Baldwin. But no, um, probably I not. I mean, of the Baldwin clan. I would be shocked <laughs> and honestly a little saddened. I mean, yeah. I, at this point in their careers, I don't know of any of the Baldwins that would have done I a non-speaking role on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Not even Danny. <laughs> I just for a second was like, that could be a bald man. It's, it's, it's entirely possible. Um, Yeah, no. Who is it? Oh, I just looked up. Was a, I said Baldwin Buffy. <laughs> no, no such. No such. I mean, I wouldn't put it past one of the Arquettes, but not uh, a Baldwin. Okay. <laughs> Here's something I thought was weird about this episode so like the demon like the guy shows up he's like aha i'm not xander i'm a demon haha and then everyone's like both sides of the family are fighting and then buffy literally murders a guy uh, who looks like he could be a part of any side like he looks oh, like the, the tall demon yeah he yeah he could have easily been part of the the wedding party as well or like anya's side and she like murders him and then everyone stops fighting and claps and i was like why is everyone clapping right now <laughs> that, was, that was weird when everyone clapped yeah because I was like, wait, like tone shift for sure. And also like they had no idea what was going no. on because yeah. he wasn't threatening any of them. He she just killed a guy. Yeah. Well, he needed to be put out of his misery. He did. He was hold, burning that torch for too long. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, He's like, I was just a philanderer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also uh, because I knew how this episode was going to end up. I was like on the lookout for sad things that. People were saying, and um, <laughs> when uh, when Anya was like uh, doing her vows, and then she turns to Tara and says, "Okay, for the last time," and starts saying them. I was like, "Oh, it is the last time you will say those vows." Yeah, yeah, it's very sad. Though it looks like Willow and Tara are having some cute little moments. Mm. Yes, they're like little nymphs as they're flocking yeah. around, yeah, helping her put on her little leaf wearing nymphs. <sighs> I know it looks cute to have all those buttons. Mm -hmm. But I think I would be so anxious to be wearing a dress that I couldn't get out of myself. 
Well, yeah, because it's not like she can lift up the skirt if she has to go to the bathroom. No. She, she needs help to go to the bathroom. You know what you do? What do you do? You pee before. <laughs> pee before. <laughs> Diapers. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Or like pee pads like dogs have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, you don't understand pee pads. No, I know pee pee pads. <laughs> pee pee pads. That reminds me when we were in um, Puerto Rico, uh, we went hiking in the... Uh, rainforest and then Micah like used one of the washcloths to clean the mud off of his shoes after our hike in our hotel room and put it on the floor and I was like we cannot have this towel for when the maid comes she thinks it's a she's gonna think it's a poopoo towel yeah. <laughs> I was like we cannot have a poopoo towel in our bathroom I was like we have to tip her extra and he's like no then she'll think it's a poopoo towel it's true and With a like, tangled web, you whoa, whoa. I know. Did you take a bigger towel, wrap it around that towel, and then leave them both on the ground? We just left it. And then, oh, so now that poor maid. She thinks it's a poopoo towel. Yeah. I mean, it probably didn't smell like poop. It didn't. And so that's why he was like, no, she'll know because like it was She won't smelled. know until she knows. Right. But she's not going to like pick it up with her hand. She has gloves on anyway. It's fine. Yeah. But I wasn't. You are not the grossest thing she's had to deal with. No. That even if day. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even if it was a poop towel, it wouldn't be the grossest thing she dealt no. with that day. What were you going to say is your solution to the little buttons? Oh, so like you could do um, like the illusion of buttons, but then have like a zip or something. If you can pull it off, you need a really good seamstress. Like a magic seamstress. (laughs) Yeah, because I don't know how you could get it to look like, because it would have to go over. How do you do that? You can't. I don't think you do. I think you just, I think you just live a life where you're wearing a dress you can't get out of. Mm -hmm. I think it would just make me. And also, there was this episode of Grey's Anatomy where this person got stood up at the altar, and she's wearing a dress like that, and she starts freaking out because her husband, just, her fiance, just dumped her, and she's like trying to take it off, and she can't, and she's like, "I'm suffocating!" And she's yeah. like, "It's Sandra Oh, and it's a very good scene." So since yeah. that scene, I now have like this fear of like, yeah, of being constricted that way, because like there's no such thing as a non-constricting wedding gown or no. like even formal gowns, yeah, unless you wear like a tent, yeah, just like. Something that has just like it holds up on your shoulders and then just goes down. It's got the rigid things in there, like just to keep it popped up. <laughs> you have to hold on to the ends the whole time. <laughs> but if you have to jump off a cliff, you're ready like a flying squirrel suit. Okay, what those bridesmaid dresses weren't that bad. They were they were kind of typical bridesmaid dresses, right? The sleeves on Willows. Okay, why did Tara and Willow have different sleeves than Dawn and? Because Tara. Uh, Willow was part of the groom's party, so but, maybe she was different. I don't so know. She but she matched with Tara. So maybe they had Willow and Tara. The sleeves, you're right, were worse than the little, the little cap. The little cap. The little cap was better than the long sleeve. Because Buffy didn't look so terrible in that dress. I mean, I mean, part of it was that she was Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. I think that's a big. I think if you put any normal person in that dress, it's a nightmare. But because but all these people dresses are, are always nightmares. That's like the life of bridesmaid dresses. Yeah. Unless you make a real effort, but even if you do, like I don't want to keep singing the praises of my friend Ike's oh, wedding. Oh, jeez! Uh, the bride, they, the bridesmaids' dresses, they just had, they just had, all had to be the same color, so they yeah, were wearing I different like dresses, but they were all purple. There was a, um, I think that's my favorite. Unless I, you're going to do rainbow, which is also fun. That's fun. I um, ordered a dress for um, the masquer- the labyrinth of Jareth masquerade mm-hmm. ball. And um, the place that I ordered it from, and the dress is like very beautiful. Yeah. The place that I ordered it from does a lot of bridesmaids dresses. And so basically you send in your measurements and they're cheap. It's like, I think it ended up being like 
$90 per dress. Okay. Which like I've heard of people for make, a custom dress that's huge. Yeah. So you send Is that your, with tailoring? Yeah. Okay. So you send your custom uh me- measurements and then they and then you choose from like a variety of like 14 styles. Okay. And then you receive a custom dress and then you just choose the color. And then so that your bridesmaids get to choose whatever style they want and it's like all the same yeah, that's color. Nice. That's smart. I feel like that's what it should be. Well, because you want, I just, like, what, wouldn't you just want everybody to be comfortable and happy? I think, yes, but you also want people to look good in pictures. Uh, you want the, you are picturing the whole bridal party in a picture. And you're also picturing what it looks like when people are all standing up at the front. You want it to look good. It's all aesthetic. Oh, uh, see, I love a hodgepodge. But personally. here's the thing, but the idea, but I, I also don't think your wedding would be like this. No. I love how we're planning our weddings today. Great. Um, <laughs> no, but like, um, I also don't think your wedding would be like this, but it's also, it's not supposed to be a hodgepodge. No, it's supposed, it's supposed to, to be, be like a spotlight and then like riffraff. Yes, exactly. Like this is dressing and you're the center. Yeah, they're kale. Yeah, and you're oh, wait, the blue I'm sorry, cheese. The way kale used to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Parsley. <laughs> where it's kale and then like a slice of tomato. Yes. That's like in the corner of your plate. Yes. Whereas you're the steak, would you? You're the twice baked potato. Yeah. <laughs> no, I hope not. You're not the twice no. baked potato at your own wedding. You, you're that grilled salmon. Yeah, you're the salmon on a cedar plank. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're thinking of a very specific restaurant right now, like a uh, Houston's. Uh, yes, it's such a Houston's. <laughs> it's almost lunch, so we're all real hungry. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we're thinking not about Houston's. Um, I don't think there is a Houston's. There is, Pasadena. <gasps> we should go. Oh, we we go should go. I'm in. Go get Houston's and watch Atomic Blonde. Yeah, <laughs> we have this whole weekend plan. <laughs> um, da, da, da. Oh, oh, yes. So... Again, we get a little glimpse of how Buffy really just sees things as how they affect her when they're all in the aftermath of Xander having run away. And Willow says, you know, like, I know I'm supposed to hate Xander, but I just can't because he's my best friend, which I was just like, I think you should be a little bit mad at him for doing this to. Okay. But they're always going to be Team Xander. Yes. And Willow is. This isn't a spoiler, but that is foreshadowing for the rest of the season. Yeah. Their bond becomes more and more prominent. Yes. For the rest of the season. Um, so Will says that everyone is like, oh, this is so heartbreaking. So sad. Buffy says they were supposed to be my light at the end of the tunnel. Doesn't she preface it with like, I know I'm being an awful, selfish, horrible person. I don't think so. I think she says something like. This may sound blah. I think she says something like oh. She frames it a little bit, but you're right. They were supposed to be her light. Did you see her shirt? I survived. It's just like, I survived and has like a demon on it. Yeah. And I was like, what is that shirt? I know. I was like, let's pan down. What did she survive? <laughs> like, Give me more of the shirt. I don't know what she survived. I want to go to Universal Studios. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so like right now? Oh day. my God. This yeah. day is getting so long. Especially because we, we can see the movie at <gasps> CityWalk. Oh my Guys, God. We also have shows and a jam tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll do it. And our shows are not at the same time. No. <laughs> we'll make it. Um, And I have practice in someone's apartment who's not going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not sneaking in. He knows we're going, but uh, I think it's going to be weird. Um, um, but she said, I guess they were just a train. I, I will say the thing that I did like uh, was Sarah Michelle Geller and Kevin uh, juggling. Yes. yes. I thought that was very cute. It was very cute. I was like, oh, she can actually juggle. Yeah. And then I loved to, and you can tell that this was probably improvised, when she, they finish and she drops one and Kevin catches his and then hands her his. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's a really 
that probably was like a genuine moment and sure. that was really cute and I sweet. think Kevin yes. and Carol uh, have a bright future. Aunt Carol and Kevin. Yeah. Maybe they're gonna really... Oh my God. If this was a different kind of show or movie, that would be the end of the movie. Is yes. they would just get married instead and then we'd all dance the reception. Oh my gosh, how fun. It wouldn't have been fun. What a fun show. And it would be an outdoor reception because I feel like ha- in movies it's almost always an outdoor reception mm-hmm. so they can do a crane shot. Yeah. Everyone's dancing. Everyone's oh my dancing. God, and like it's fun. weird pairings. It's like, yeah. oh, the dad with the brother. Oh, and then we do a lot booking. of those. Uh, it's like a handheld shot where yeah. we like go like like yes. around and we get to see like, oh, like this person's and this person. It all worked out. Yeah. Um, how fun. I, I th- It's crazy how many movies end with that crane shot. Yes. Everyone's happens, everyone's having a blast. Uh, no matter what happened, all the drama you just watched, it worked out. Yeah. At least for this one night. Um. Now I'm thinking of all the wedding movies. Do you have a favorite wedding movie? I always loved My Big Fat Greek Wedding. That's a good wedding movie. I liked that one. Um, I was really, in high school, I was really obsessed with uh, my best friend. No, wait, was <gasps> it my best friend's wedding? I I was going to bring that up as one I hated. No, 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 no. That's the one with Julia Roberts. Where no, 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 no. I'm thinking of The Wedding Planner. I oh, Wedding Planner one. is cute. Do you have one, Eric? I don't. I can't think of one. The... All I'm thinking about now is uh, the end of Forty uh, Year Old Virgin. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's that uh, that kind of movie where it ends. Yeah, up, yeah. Like, well, everyone... it has a, it kind of has two endings, yeah. Right? yeah, because it has the wedding part and then it has the the post coital the post coital dancing sequence, yeah. which is good too. Yeah, um, yeah, I really like the wedding date, which is um, uh, Deborah Messing and Dermot Mulroney, and she. Uh, is going to her sister is marrying her ex-boyfriend no her sister is getting married and her ex-boyfriend's gonna be the best man and she's gonna be the maid of honor so but she doesn't have a date because she's like a high-powered working woman who works at virgin america i think and then (laughs) so she gets a free flight it was definitely product placement but (laughs) um she hires a gigolo to pretend to be her date Oh. But then maybe there's feelings. We don't know. He's so charming. What do we do? I don't know. Maybe she's judgmental about his work, but maybe he sees her in a way no one else has ever seen her. <gasps> oh. And yeah, it's really good. And Amy Adams is a blonde in it and also very good. Oh. She plays a sister. Mm. Oh, and there's some like big drama. Okay, you guys are going to watch it. <laughs> Turns out Amy Adams has been sleeping with Deborah Messing's ex boyfriend. What? Yes. And that's, I think, part of why. Deborah Messing's ex-boyfriend and she, maybe even ex-boyfriend and she, didn't end up together because he started sleeping with her sister. But she didn't know. Wow. And then she finds out and she fucking flips. And then the poor sucker fiance is like, he sees how upset Deborah Messing is and he's like, what is up? And then they have to tell him. Oh, no. And everything falls apart. But meanwhile, Dermot Mulroney is being all Dermot Mulroney all over the place. Yeah. <sighs> wow. It works out. Everybody... I think it ends with a green shot and dancing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I say wedding guest. Or, yeah. Yeah. My, be- my best friend's wedding is my least favorite. It's another Dermot Mulroney. I don't because really remember Julia that one. is a monster in it. Isn't she? Yeah. Isn't yeah. she? She is, right? I remember not liking her I mean, she's... She, that's the one yeah. where she specifically goes there to like, Get back with him. Yeah. Well, get with him. They yeah. like never. Oh, they yeah. never did. They never consummate. Whatever. Right. Because uh, Cameron. Cameron Diaz. Diaz. Yeah, like he's fallen that, in love with someone, that's right. and that, and he was like carrying a torch for her for years, and she just never. And then now that he is getting married, she shows up to let him know how she feels. Yes. But really to destroy it, and then, oh, and Cameron Diaz is so sweet. Yeah. And he's just being. She's just being a monster. 
But then she dances with her gay best friend and it's supposed to. And then there's a carrying shot. Yeah. Uh, did you know she's 27 in that movie? Julie Roberts? Her character. Oh, I thought she meant that actress. And I was like, oh. <laughs> no. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, the, I cut her more slack then. Because then she's like dumber. Young, yeah, younger she's dumber and, dumber and doesn't know what she's doing. And people do horrible things. It's just, I don't root. I don't know why the why is movie she the thought hero? we were, Yeah. I don't know why the movie thought we'd root for her. The movie should have been like, oh, this person. It should have been like Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yes. Because she's doing a horrible thing. Yeah. Or it's like a horror movie where like Cameron Diaz is our hero. Yes. Yeah. It's the, the rom-com equivalent of Get Out. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, um, but the wedding planner is also good, though. There is like a weird there's a cheating thing in that that I'm not. I can't remember. Uh, she's planning his wedding. Oh, right. Mm. And that's Matt McConaughey, right? It's Matt McConaughey. Fun fact, uh, it was going to be Brendan Fraser, but then he decided he wanted to do Monkey Bone instead. Oh, great. Good for him. Good I, choice. I feel like the work that he's done has been appropriate for his stature. Yeah. Like, I, I get it, because, like, he is not a Matthew McConaughey type. Yeah. No. I mean, Matthew McConaughey is not even a Matthew McConaughey type anymore, but, like, back no. in the day. Yeah. Well, because he d- he's now like he's started doing more serious yeah, roles now- in Lincoln commercials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think. And Brendan Fraser, I think he works in like Blast from the Past. Yeah, but yes, he, or Encino or Mummy yeah. or Mummy. Like I think he is not a. He's not the the that type. So. No, he's not a charming rogue. No, no, Ugh. he's too silly. He's really silly. Yeah. He's really silly. Uh, there's this uh, clickbait that I keep clicking, but then it doesn't tell me what the Uh-oh. answer is. What's the question? Why nobody will hire Brendan Fraser anymore? And it's just that gif. I'm like all over the place. Yeah, it's it's weird. And I keep clicking it and then it doesn't load. So then I'm like, I guess I'll just won't know. And then I like quit I out. think they're all lies. Yeah, there was. There they're was... all lies, right? Well, yeah. There's one that tries to make you think Minkus from Boy Meets World is transgender. Oh, yeah. But he isn't. No. There's I've, a whole Reddit. He's a man now. Like a push on Reddit, someone people just decided they started like subreddits called like Save Brendan Fraser, Save Fraser, and like they were just slowly like taking over. Like slash all would just be half of it would be Brendan Fraser things. Oh my god, he seems like a good dude. Yeah, he seems like I hope he has like a good life. I hope he has enough money to live. I hope he does the kind of projects he wants to do. I hope he has a pool and a dog that likes to swim in the pool. Oh my god, that dog loves to swim in the pool. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's no. like a golden that likes to swim in the pool. He just seems like such a solid individual. He did three mummy movies. Yeah. Two of them were really good. Yeah. Guys, do you remember that movie where school ties? No. <laughs> I was going to describe it, and then I was like, I'll just call it. Uh, where he he's Jewish, but he goes, he's like oh, undercover Jewish. Yeah. He no. goes to like Harvard, but he's like a Jewish kid going to Harvard. It's and... a Well, it's a prep school yeah. to get into oh, Harvard. Yeah. But he, so it's he like Harvard Wesley, and it's like yeah, and it's old school. So like he, it's old school football. So like you don't wear pads. Oh my gosh! But he plays football, and then he comes out that he. It turns out that he's Jewish, though he wears like a star of David on his neck all the time. Like, I whatever. I they're very mad to find out he's Jewish. Like, and the girl he's dating dumps him. So he's very young in this. Movie. He's very young. They vote. They almost they vote to kick him off the football team. Or something. When does this take place? Uh, it's set in 50s? like the yeah the fifties okay. or sixties. Yeah, and it's Matt is a young Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, um, Ethan Hawke, I think. Ethan Hawke, like it's a bunch of like those. So they're all babies. They're all babies, and they're all super white. 
and they vote to kick him off the team. And then he's like, that's bullshit. And then he goes in the, his big moment. He goes to the dean and he's like, listen, you use me for football. No, I'm going to use you for Harvard. <laughs> and it works. He goes to Harvard. It's great. Fine. Good for him. Um, but yeah, it was it's a it's a who's who cavalcade of of young men. Of Murderer's the, Row. <laughs> Murderer's Row of early 90s white dudes. <laughs> great. And Brendan Fraser. Yeah. I mean, he's a white dude, too. But the movie I think he's also time. a little bit different than the oh, other he's not cast of characters. Yes. Because he's like, goo, goo, goo. Well, he's like a goof. Yeah, it's a weird movie. It's, yeah, it's a weird. I think it's also, I grew up in an area where, like, the Jewish population was very big. Mm-hmm. So, like, it always, like, was a weird thing to me. Because I was like, why aren't they all friends? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't get, like, not like, like, I knew about the Holocaust and stuff. Yeah. Like, I knew about, like, that. But I just, it felt like rich people were willing to accept Jews where I grew up. Mm. Maybe not in the 50s. I didn't grow up in the 50s. Yeah. I'm not that old, Kelly. <laughs> well, just because she has silver hair. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe I shouldn't get silver hair because people will think I'm just... Oh. You should just tell everyone, just give it a couple weeks. Ombre. <laughs> <laughs> See these roots? Proof. <laughs> no, I think you'd look dope with silver hair. It's so cool. Thanks, dude. You're welcome. All right. Is there anything else we need to get through in these apps? Um, bah, bah, the Harrises are so terrible for the last time. Is that Minister of Baldwin? What is that accent 90s guys have? <gasps> oh, future Anya has a bump it list bump it. Yeah. She has like, but that was like a real. Yeah. She didn't have a little artificial thing in her hair. She did teasing. So much teasing. Yeah. And apparently she quits the magic shop, which makes no sense. Yeah. I guess when Buffy dies, there's no need for a magic shop. I don't And get also it. Buffy dies in the future. Also, everything can kind of be traced to Buffy's death. In yeah. that future, I mean, he shouldn't beat his wife, but everything can be traced to Buffy's death. Death, and it's like, well, yeah, if Buffy dies, that's bad news, but that has nothing to do with whether or not you marry Anya. Yeah, yeah, like your life may fall apart with if Buffy dies. He's depressed. He's just, you know, but what it's I mean? not his mind, right? It's right, but he's believing it because he's depressed. Also, maybe this is. I mean, this is TV logic, but like. Don't you get your wedding license before your marriage license before the wedding? So technically, it's already done. Yeah, they're technically yeah. they're already married. Well, Xander was the one who was supposed to get those pa- uh, that paperwork filed. Yeah. So who knows? <laughs> it's, it's not quite. Tight. It's like that episode of The Simpsons where they realized that <laughs> they got divorced oh in like season three, and they never actually reapplied for marriage. So they've been divorced uh, for for the past fifteen years. Yep, Homer is Xander. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think this is going to make Colin be... angry. I think because <laughs> yeah. I, I think he really likes them. Homer and Marge. I I like Homer and Marge more than you do. But I do I like point. them, but I don't think it's a healthy marriage and maybe Marge would have a better life if she never married him. Oh. Look, they they're, they're Spring, not they're yeah. not perfect, but they're no uh Lois and what's his face from Family Guy? Oh, oh, god. oh my gosh. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. But that's, that's horrible. horrible. Yeah. That's like bottom of the barrel. Like get this woman out of he out of this horrible relationship yes. with this terrible and if, man. And you're right. When we meet Marge, she's in it. She's committed. Mm-hmm. She's they've got the kids. It's too late. But I'm saying Marge. They had a shotgun wedding, right? Or they got pregnant first. Yeah. Whatever. If you meet Marge on the morning of her wedding and she's like, "I've got serious doubts," be the getaway car for Marge. <laughs> oh God! You don't have to get married. Nobody has to. I mean, there. 
There are people that are forced to get married. In the world. In the world. Sure. That they shouldn't get married. They shouldn't no, they have shouldn't. to. Yeah. Nobody should have to get married. Yeah. Nobody should have to get married. If you feel like you have to get married and you have power, examine that, like assess your power mm-hmm. and exercise it. Marriage is stupid and an outdated concept. I think it's worth it for family stability with children. I think it's worth it for health insurance. Yeah. That's- <laughs> but even that is like, you, that's only because you don't have the power to control. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I'm playing the game, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Get me that health that. insurance. Get me those tax benefits. Uh. And maybe it doesn't make a difference with kids. I grew up with, well, until they divorced, married parents. Mm. And it, it that seemed like a family unit. But maybe it still feels like a family yeah, unit. Yeah, I mean, if your parents, parents aren't, married. aren't married, but it's still like the two parents household, like yeah. living together, I don't see how it would be any different. Your name, I guess. But you don't have to take your parent or your parents don't have to take each other's names when they get married. I like that all four of us are mogis. Yeah. It sounded like I was talking about everyone in this room, but I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> all four of us, uh, me, you, Eric, and uh, Leslie over there. Was that hey, what I signed when yes, I walked in? Yes, you said yeah. I had to uh-huh. sign something. Yeah. <laughs> We're now all mogis. Um, anyone can be a mogi. But no, I like, I don't know. I like that. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what would happen for me because I don't ever plan on not having the last name Nugent. I like yeah. being a Nugent. Uh, but you know me that's a bridge that I'll cross when I get to it <laughs> I'm like I don't worry about it right you know now. what I think you might even not think about it until your cake and talk yeah, I'm like what's it <laughs> who are you <laughs> it's like hey mom <laughs> I'm thinking I want to change my last name you're like alright let's let's uh, discuss this quick, uh, bounce quick, some ideas off me <laughs> quick question before I go to college uh, <laughs> uh, no you are a dive in Yeah, you, you can hyphen it together i have two friends that did that they 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 have a hyphenate last name now is this the friends that just got married no, and had an amazing friends. wedding or different people friends. some people like will create a new last name that they both share Ooh. yeah that's so uh, that's because uh, my friend i have two friends uh who are now uh, their last name is caves callerman which is a hyphen of their both their last names. i like that okay what is anya's last name does she have one jenkins okay what's a good hyphenate or combo of harris jenkins harris jenkins Jenkins. Hankins. 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 Okay, done. Done. I mean, not done. Mm. Well. (laughs) I mean, it's good for her. Not for the dozens of people she murders in the upcoming episodes, I'm sure. But, you know, for her personally. What are are you talking about? I don't know. (laughs) He's just spitballing. Yeah, like, like, I just feel like I got this feeling that she's going to do a lot of Harm. <laughs> she was invited to go back to uh, a vengeancey place. I do love that final shot. Yeah, I yeah. love that shot of her looking up, so sad, and it's like all black around yeah. her in her Ooh. wedding dress. Oh, oh, her bouquet, ridiculous. I don't remember her bouquet. It's was. like made of beads. <laughs> there are no flowers. Okay, in it. beads were a huge thing. I know. In the early that's aughts. what I wrote. Oh, what do you? What's your Anya's last bouquet. Anya's book is so early on. Yes. yes. It's those fucking beads. It's those beads. It was so weird. Yeah. But I guess there's also like, it's good because you can keep it forever. And yeah. For That's- those of you playing Hellmathy Bingo, that was early aughts. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. I got that was my last big note was the book. My last note was vengeance. Vengeance. What was your last note, Eric? Uh, if this is the ceremony, didn't they already get the license already? <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
I think we've addressed everything. I think we've addressed everything. <laughs> All right. Um, Eric, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, I, I'll plug. Uh, I do a weekly D&D Twitch stream on the Saving Throw Show Twitch channel, which is also available on their YouTube channel, uh, where we play uh, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition in a game called uh, The Iron Keep Chronicles. That's a lot of fun. Cool. Awesome. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me again. Next week is going to be crazy because we are going to do episodes for Tall, Dark, and Broody Forgiving and Double or Nothing. And then the mm. week after that, we're going to be back on Buffy to do Normal Again and Entropy. Ooh. One of those episodes may change how you see the entire series. Oh. What? It might. I don't know your life. <laughs> we don't pretend to know who you are. Uh, uh, Buffy dyes her hair. It completely changes her character. Spoilers. <laughs> and then we're like, but she has brown hair now. She is boring. <laughs> you and I both have brown hair. I know, and I'm not amused. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, more of the story. Um, you do you, even if it means really hurting someone. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> That's what Kelly always says. Do whatever you want, no matter how many people it hurts. <laughs> yeah, your friends are in a conversation let them flounder. Let them flounder. <laughs> you can moonwalk right out of there. No. No, the truth is no one has to get married except for the people who do have to get married. And they shouldn't if you're have to. in a situation in America where you don't want to, just don't. Yeah. And think you, about it. You don't have to. Yeah. Um, Up until the moment that you're married, you don't have to be married. And then you're married. But then you don't have to keep being married. I guess you could immediately go get a divorce. <laughs> yep. Get it annulled. I mean, once you're married, you're real. It's here's the thing. Xander could have kept his relationship alive had he earlier known he didn't have to marry her. I know I'm diving back into no, stuff that we here call. is what we've always preached on this show, and that is transparency and communication. If those things had happened earlier, we would not have been in this horrible mess of a situation. Yeah, we're in a horrible mess because it's always better to have the conversation that might hurt someone earlier than be like oh geez i'm so glad you know like 40 years later when you're like in this horrible situation i'm so glad i didn't have that conversation that might have hurt someone's feelings for you know an hour yeah now i'm filled with resentment and i've got an ulcer i can't stop puking blood bye Bye.